0: beautiful people, guess what? This is my 50th episode and I'm really excited. Although when I think about it, I'm not that excited today because it's bloody boiling when I'm recording this for you and I'm sat with all my windows closed, blinds closed, because for anybody who doesn't know, when you're doing a podcast, you really do have to make sure there's no sound. So it's kind of difficult and hot and sweaty in here right now but whoop whoop I'm still going 50 episodes so if you haven't started and this is your first start from the beginning y'all and hear my journey I've also had a lot of downloads and I just wanted to talk about a couple of the episodes that have been the most popular one was mother lover model and that was with a friend of mine who was international athlete and stunt woman and whatever else and that had over 250 downloads in one week. That means 250 people listened. On average, on a weekly basis, I would say I get 70 or so listeners. So that was great. And then there was another one called Lucy's ladle. So again, Lucy is an avid listener. I invited her on the show to talk about the business that she set up in lockdown. And that one had 185 downloads or thereabouts. So I'm really proud of some of the episodes that I've had. I'm also really excited that I will be going to, into a next phase with the podcasting and host it with somebody. I'm not going to reveal yet who that is. And, uh, will be set up in a studio hopefully so it's all really exciting stuff so thank you to everybody that's listened in uh, week in and every other week out I've loved it as I said before it's really cathartic for me to do this and sometimes I think god what am I going to talk about but I've got an exciting one coming up for you next time in a couple of weeks time and as I promised I've just got back from the Commonwealth Games which is deemed the friendly games from Birmingham in the UK I'll come back to that in a minute but I'm not going to lie we're having a heat wave which is fantastic and I hear so many people moaning about it and you know what they'll soon be moaning about something else in a couple of months time when nobody can afford to pay their heat bill so enjoy this heat and bottle it because when it gets bad in a couple of months time I'm going to say to all those haters of the sun yo you couldn't even take it when the sun was shining and now you're fucking freezing yeah okay that bit over and done with I have had a mixed bag of emotions over the last Last week or so. And it's really meant me owning my truth in more ways than one. From men to bathroom renovations to going off to volunteer at the Commonwealth Games for a week. And all of this shit taking place around the same time. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little bit stressed. I'm gonna call this episode the Stress Games. And the reason why I'm calling it that, because as much as I had a lovely time volunteering, I was stressed up into the point that I actually drove to that place. I think for me there's been lots of things um, from my mother and the cancer and the way that we are still as distant as we ever were and the countless others for me that have been diagnosed since Christmas since my mum first told me which was what two two days before Christmas Eve that she had cancer there have been so many others and another good friend of mine uh, she lost her sister to it through a lot of you know I don't know bullshit from the NHS which is National Health Service in the UK we get our health for free but there is the private option and it's not to say that on private you get any better but you don't have the waiting list because they're doctors right they still fuck up they're human beings they fuck up but um I guess for me it's uh it's been that the bathroom renovation it's cost me so much money people and you just want it to go perfectly and I think for me what happened the guys that gave me a quote they stuck to it but they overran and it's almost like they tried to put that back on me because I had expectations there was so much stress around it and there are a lot of highs and lows. Where I'm at now is that the bathroom looks great and I do appreciate and I'm grateful for the uh, interior design course I went on way back when because it's really helped me when it comes to designing things in my house. But the bathroom is looking absolutely pucker. All I can say is thank you to another friend's husband who's an architect who brought my vision to life. What's your favourite colours? What do you want to feel? Where's home for you? You know and I mentioned the words Africa and burnt orange and brushed brass oh my god and terrazzo bathroom is the bomb the bomb i can get at least three people in the shower so who wants to come over and uh you know, Get in the shower with me I'm only joking And then on a serious note as well The UK is about to go into recession It's almost inevitable We're paying way too much fuel I can't believe how much money I've paid for the month of August For my electricity and my gas Now, electricity is going to be through the roof Remember, I've been having renovation works going It's like everybody's got the fucking lights on They're drilling, they're hoovering Whatever they're doing, everything's on It's like, just turn my lights off please It's really bright <laughs> Can't afford to keep them on. <laughs> But everybody kept every fucking light bulb going, blah 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 blah. And so we're gonna get to the winter and I'll be doing a podcast from a sleeping bag in a tent in the garden, I reckon, because the bills are gonna be shocking. But the serious side of this is there are gonna be so many people that will become homeless or will die from cold and starvation. That's how bad it is gonna be in the UK. And we're supposed to be one of the richest nations. Yeah, this shit ain't funny. But let me lighten the mood a little bit. Just a little bit. Commonwealth Games. A lot of you probably won't care, won't know or even think what it may be. The Commonwealth Games is where all the countries in the Commonwealth, I had to look actually to see which ones were in there because I didn't know France wasn't in the Commonwealth. Shit. I did get unclassified in my exam when I was 16 for geography. So that probably counts quite a lot. But um, people send teens from the Commonwealth countries to compete in a number of sports. It's a bit like Olympics, but it's on a smaller scale and the standard is not as high to get into, that's worth saying. So my role at the Commonwealth Games was to work in media operations and I had such a fantastic role people and on day one the excitement grew as I knew I was going to be a flash reporter. So I'd driven down to Birmingham, took three hours from where I live and I learnt how to use cruise control. Oh shit, that thing is great. I can take my foot off the accelerator and the car drives itself. When I I said to a friend the day before I was panicking about how it works. I've never used it before. And before you all start mocking me, I don't think I've done any long motorway or long drives for a long time in Betsy. Every car of mine is called Betsy by the way. I think I need to up the ante with the name. But when I read up about this cruise control, <laughs> said to me, make sure that you don't take your hands off the steering wheel team, because cruise control just means that it will drive itself, but you still have to steer it. And I did say I'm not that fucking stupid. I do know that it's not a driverless car. Lord help us when driverless cars come in, y'all. Anyway, I'm driving down the motorway. It's absolutely fantastic. And I'm part of this Commonwealth Collective, as we're known. So I'm one of 14,000 volunteers. And I'm so glad that I didn't have the role of directing people, into the stadium or into a venue, because it's a little bit dry. Mine was wicked. Basically, I was based at Alexander Stadium in Birmingham, which is in the black country, as we call it in the UK, which is right in the middle of Great Britain, if you look at the map. And as athletes came off the track, usually medal winners or heat winners, I would have to get a quote, which would go straight into the broadcast journalists, which are editorial, the written journalists, and it would be used. It was great. I mean, I was so nervous on my first day, But when you're in that stadium and you could just hear the roar of the crowd, it reminded me of when I competed. And it was just absolutely fantastic. And I think one of the great thing about the Commonwealth Games was it was integrated with para sport, para being Paralympics, para, um, yeah, para athletes. I posed the questions to athletes as they left the competition and I felt great it was so special to be amongst great broadcasters like BBC Talksport, LBC you know radio TV and the memories are still with me I only got back you know a few days ago but the memories are there what's sad I think with the commonwealth games because it's seen as the friendly games you know you might have a little island that's never competed in any anything before and they they can get on and compete is that some of the big superstars so if we think about some of the Jamaican and sprinters none of them bother coming it's just like a waste of time for them but everybody else seems to have a great time and I was also blessed because I think I mentioned in another podcast that I had nowhere to stay when I got the role in April and I reached out to my very old coach and I said to him Kevin do you know anybody that could maybe give me a bed for five or six nights and do you know what he came through he came through I ended up staying with this lovely girl called Samita and I couldn't have asked for anything better she lived a 10 minute walk from the athletic stadium so that meant I didn't have to fuss about transport I had my own room literally my own bathroom we went out and shopped together and cooked I could wash my kit because listen some of them dirty bungos aka volunteers I know they didn't wash their kit we only got two tops two trousers in terms of close to body stuff and some of them were working five or six sh- uh, shifts I was gonna say shits well they did smell shitty to be fair but um <laughs> I remember this one woman saying to me oh you know I just give it a little rub in the sink at night when I'm washing my teeth because some of these people were staying in student accommodation I was really blessed but I just thought one of the key things for me was washing out my kit it's not an option to be wearing your t-shirt twice a day remember it's bloody quite warm I did really well and I ended up working as well with two legends in sports journalism Phil Minshall and Adrian Warner that was great and yeah it it was like being home away from home and I got to see my good friend who I used to compete with she went to the Olympics I didn't and, and I also got to see my amazing old coach who obviously got me the accommodation who was suffering from tongue cancer really sad so here we have this bloody c word again and um he looked well it was so lovely to go and see him on my day off and that was one of the highlights for me because I thought I'd be running around all over the place and I was too tired my shifts were from five to eleven for those who are not interested in sport, I'm sorry if I bored the fuck out of you, but I just had to mention it. But what I will say is, if you have never, ever volunteered in your life, I suggest that Everybody should do some kind of volunteering. I don't care if it's if you've got children, it's sports day or helping. It's so satisfying, and I know everybody can't afford to do it. I made a pledge to do that from last year that I would have no money. But what I did do now, check this out: about four or five months ago, I got called for jury service. I think it was actually not four or five months ago. I'm lying. It was before Christmas, and I was so pissed off. I was so pissed off because I've done jury service before. They do it based on our electoral role in the UK so I don't know everybody has a name number rank and serial fucking digits and I just thought of all the people that are still sitting at home never done it why have I been called twice you can ask to be excused once and then you have to do it so I said I was going on holiday or something at Christmas so it's definitely before Christmas and you can give a you can give a preferred time as to when you want to do it so I gave August thinking it'd be nice and quiet from work blah 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 I didn't know I was going to get into the Commonwealth Games did I and get paid no money for that either well I knew I wasn't going to get paid any money so when this bloody jury service came up for August the 22nd imagine I'm back now for a week another week's time I'll be going jury service you know them fuckers phoned me up the other day and said do you think you could start early I said to the woman I don't want to do it at all if I'm honest I said I'm just about to go and do volunteering for a week at the Commonwealth Games I'll be a national bleeding treasure and you want me to come and see some fucker who's committed something in court I didn't actually say that I'm saying it to you because I'm swearing because I was so upset anyway this woman she was actually really nice she said you do know you could ask to be excused from jury service altogether I said really so guess what I did I took a chance I went to them and pleaded hardship and said I was working at the Commonwealth Games and I haven't got any work in the foreseeable future with the recession coming on can I be excused and I got excused So sometimes we can sit back and moan and curse and cuss and swear like I do too much, but I got out of jury service. Thank God for that, because I've got a client who's got me running around like a blue-ass chicken right now. Let's hope nobody from the jury service is listening, because of course, I'm still pleading poverty and hardship. Oh, I don't want to do it. And actually, when I did do it last time, which was nearly 20 years ago, I reckon, it was a cocaine case, and I nearly got done for contempt of court. You know why? It was so boring. We had to keep looking at this rock of cocaine can you see the brown marks on this rock can you see and feel the weight of it i'm oh, like no, this is so freaking boring and you know i fell asleep juror number 11 can you please open your eyes otherwise I'll do you for contempt of court that woke me up and I paid attention but I still felt it was intimidation because I was the only black juror the person who was being prosecuted was black so was their lawyers they just kept staring at me so I think I just gave them the evils back and just thought you're going down you're going down all the evidence points for you going down anyway Commonwealth Games done loved it but let's move back to stress I've talked a little bit about how we get stressed i Stressed, and I'll be honest with you, mine was all about bathrooms, blah 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 blah. But our body's response to pressure will show itself in many different ways mentally, physically, or even an emotional reaction if you're having stress. Isn't it funny that I was talking about emotional intelligence last week and I'm talking about emotions again? But anyway, sorry, I just thought that somebody, thank you, whoever it was, wrote me a beautiful review saying that uh the emotional intelligence was really helpful. Mm. I'm talking to someone now at the moment and they've got no emotional intelligence. Probably the same person I mentioned in my last podcast. Anyway, how do you know if you are stressed? I think some of these things will help if you don't know. Depression, you get anxious, anger, irritable, get a bit restless. You feel overwhelmed. I think this is the big one. You can be demotivated, unfocused and racing thoughts. Listen, I won't tell you how many thoughts are going through my mind at night. And I'll be honest with you, my mechanism for dealing with stress is AX exercise, which I hadn't done for two weeks, you know, waking up at God knows what time in the morning with the bathroom renovation, then going after the games and I was knackered. It didn't, it didn't help that I couldn't use my exercise to help release uh, some stress in me. I do, however, regularly do tapping meditations. So you can get this on, uh, where do I download it from? Maybe Google Play and and stuff. It's called the tapping meditation. They're renowned people who run it, these um, husband and wife, and you tap at different points on your body. And I actually, did it with some friends when we went away to the love supreme jazz festival and they loved it in the morning it was fab and the tapping meditation helps to reduce cortisol which is the primary stress hormone in the body i bloody love it i absolutely love it so think about using the tapping meditation you can do five minutes ten minutes and they've got it for everything they have it for covid they have it for sex they have it for you name it i just use it to stop my racing thoughts so they've got loads of categories i also think when you're stressed you make bad decisions and you sometimes have problems concentrating actually going back to bad decisions i think you can make on the spot decisions and i now in my miracle morning morning you know where i do my meditation and all this kind of shit i've got this whole slide that says think before i speak maybe take 24 hours before making a decision and i think when you're stressed you say something or do something that you bloody regret the other thing for me is everybody can experience different ways of stress but there are the physical symptoms and this one is quite serious headache sickness indigestion digestive problems hyperventilating aches and pains and I was talking to somebody the other day and they said they had so much stress that they found a cyst inside their stomach and they said have you been worrying about something and because the person was saying that they were just finding things all over them whether it's spots and which is probably down to bad diet and everything like that but the fact of the matter is there are things that happened like this cyst that just came from nowhere and the doctor said have you been extremely stressed so we that how do we manage stress then i've kind of told you about mine i do my tap in meditation and exercise is a massive one for me not only is exercise good for managing stress but it's also good if you've got fucking constipation let me tell you something it is the bomb everything loosens up and goes i just thought i'd add that in if you can recognize when you are stressed and think about some practical steps to take uh like i said my lack of exercise during the last two and a half weeks has been it hasn't it's well i think it's probably left me irritable because i exercise like even this morning it's boiling hot over here I don't know what 33 35 degrees is elsewhere but it is hot man it's hotter than the Caribbean and I love it particularly at work I think I used to get stressed and when I got stressed at work working for a corporate that is I didn't eat I was worrying about things I'd come home and be thinking oh shit that's got to be in and it'd be on my mind I couldn't sleep I couldn't sleep I've never needed an alarm clock and it's not because I'm stressed the whole time it's because my body clock's good but if I'm stressed I definitely don't need any to tell me to wake up I think that a lot of the time it can be work load so can you offload to other people it could be bullying that's a whole different ball game of stress and it could be that you're not up to the job it could be so many factors in work but I think it is to connect with somebody at least or make some relationships and work that you can offload it a little bit and if the work is too much then you have to let your manager know you have to do something life is too short and in general I think building supportive relationships or connecting with others helps with stress getting active like I said exercise is mad ting people it's my ting taking time out a friend tried to contact me every night oh your phone's not on there's no voicemail there's no this I said I need to time out I don't want to talk to anybody and it's funny I've since found out that I'm a bit of an introvert because I actually can be a life and soul of the party you and know, around people and get my energy from that but then there's a switch it just goes off and I just want to be on my own so that's good because I love myself enough I know I've got people that I know that cannot stand to be on their own they end up in bad relationships everything I I'm quite happy. I mean, since I come back from the Commonwealth Games and there's no one in my frigging house doing banging this, that and the other, I've loved it. I don't feel that I need to go anywhere. I can enjoy the hot weather in my garden and so forth. I like to meditate. I do understand meditation is quite hard for a lot of people, so it's not everyone's cup of tea. But rest and sleep. I have slept this week more than I've ever slept, I'd say, in the last seven months. I wake up tired. I go to bed, I have a good sleep. No, I'm lying. I haven't woken up tired, but I'm sleeping a lot later. If you Laugh, you know they say laughter is so good for the soul. It's true. It's brilliant. But one thing that I've started doing is progressive muscle relaxation, which is when you tighten and relax your muscles. So say for example, really scrunch on your forehead, really scrunch, 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 and then release. You hear that? And then release. And you do it from your forehead to your toes. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze those toes and release. And that's why I like yoga. yoga, yoga. I like yoga. I've really got into it. And I think with the yoga and the meditation, breathing comes into play. So when you're stressed, <laughs> I can think of a tune now. Um, oh, my God. What is it called? Tribal Quest. Breathe. Or something. No, is it Q-tip? You won't know it anyway. But breathing. Breathe in through the nose. And Hold and then release. And both of those, when you breathe in, count to three slowly, hold, and then breathe out, and count to three. And for those who hyperventilate and get all in a bloody tizzy, it really does now, the next one you're going to think I'm a bit mad mentioning, but if you can't get a hug from a human, then go and hug a bloody tree because it increases the levels of the hormone oxytocin, which is responsible for being calm and emotional bonding. It's also known as the hormone of love, trust, and all things warm and fuzzy, which is all that bullshit that you probably don't want to hear, but I do. So um, go and hug a tree. And I remember last year when I was on a date in the park and both of us were hugging this tree and there was a different energy. I know you think this is mad in a way with the fairies, but you need to get into the spiritual side of your damn selves, okay? All right. Of course, if you are so stressed and beyond hugging a tree, getting some sleep, meditating, getting time out, getting active, blah, 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 blah yada, 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 you may need to get some professional help, such as CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, which really helps to reduce stress by changing the way you think about stressful situations. And I'll be honest, I should have done CBT because all the above that I mentioned before when it came to having hot flushes because of the menopause were not fucking helping at all, even breathing. Let me give you a little example. I would get on a packed commuter train in the morning. Let's say the winter. Anything could spark my hot flush. Just seeing people with their noses to the frigging window would get me flushing. So i get on with a duvet, which is my big old puffer coat, knowing that I'm going to have to take it off in limited space. And everybody has got the window those clothes because they're cold well guess what this motherfucker was boiling boiling hot I stripped off everything and then I said can somebody please open a window everybody looked at me like I was damn losing my mind let me tell you something the more stressed I was getting about the windows being open and people looking at me like I was a piece of shit I could feel the sweat dripping down my face so I always used to go armed with a hand fan a handkerchief and I mean not a cotton tissue I did that shit once and I had cotton all over my face, I had the tissue all over my face. Someone said, oh, do you know what, dear? You've got something on your face. When I looked in the mirror, I had all this wet tissue. So I bought some cotton men's handkerchiefs. So I had the handkerchiefs, the fan, and anything that I could dig someone's eyes out if they didn't open a bloody window. But my point is, if I'd have done CBT, I would have I would have dealt with it better. And it would have been the breathing and thinking of something else, taking my mind off, looking at the people and blah, 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 blah. There are mindfulness-based strategies, and there's also that interpersonal counselling that you can do for stress which will help come up with strategies or mecha- um, I guess mechanics that can help you get over stress. And some people are just stress factor A; they're just stressed all the time. Anything stresses them. And I kind of love these quotes to sort of finish on because I've been waffling on about stress, which is really important because so many of us are stressed. This quote by Oprah says: "Breathe, let go, and remind yourself that this very moment is the only one you know you have for sure." Isn't that lovely? But then. I found another quote that topped it. Just because we're in a stressful situation doesn't mean that we have to get stressed out. You may be in the storm. The key is don't let the storm get in you by Joel Osteen. I fucking love that one. Can I read it again? Just because we're in a stressful situation doesn't mean that we have to get stressed out. You may be in the storm. The key is don't let the storm get in you. I actually might have to get that printed and put it on my wall because I think it's bloody brilliant. So to finish, people, some people lead a stress-free life, but it's not easy. It's about managing that stress that is the key to being stress-free and living life as you want to. And I will also say if you've never volunteered for anything in your damn life even if it's an hour go and do it I think you'll love it I think you'll love it and you'll feel really good about it and while I was saying that I was having a bloody good stretch but it's time for me to finish now because I'm so hot I've got sweat dripping down me I've got no windows open and it's hot 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 I've really enjoyed having you listen to me again hopefully and the next one will be an interview a very interesting interview so stay tuned leave me a review on apple podcasts or maybe even if you've got it on spotify i'd love that i want more people listening more people tuning in before we come to our big new podcast show take care people look after yourself wherever you are in the world and please do reach out if you have any um, questions and don't forget to follow me on my instagram you can reach me at nubian tina or at my life not yours i think it's 2022 or something like that but i think it's in my notes as well take care